Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. It's time for The Rush with OU color analyst Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Hit the guys up at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. I'm excited. You know, it's obviously transitional years are extremely hard, and for people to think that uh, we're just going to continue the success, it's, it's really not plausible. Um, I mean, we lost a lot of guys, some of the starters and the faces that kind of were the face of the culture. So I think, I think he's done a great job of just holding on to, to what we had and then continuing to build it and not, not hit the panic button. That, that's the best part to see is we're going to be just fine no matter what. Um, and so I, I just think it's only going to get better and better is uh, – you know, the days go on with him. I agree. I think it is going to get better and better. Uh, it has to, right, Tyler? Uh, I guess never challenge worse. We were always told that. <laughs> and I won't hear, but yeah, it better. Yes, it better, Baker. It better get better. It's got to. Yeah. Uh, I think it will. Um, How much has he been around, by the way? Obviously, he was around for his old uh, for his own statue ceremony in Kyler's, but has he been around much outside that? I just I, I know he knows what's going on at the program. I'm just curious as to you know how much he's been inside the walls the past what year and a half, I guess. No clue. I have no idea. I, and he's been occupied. I understand that, so there's not you know opportunities uh, all the time. But I just I wonder if that's the only two times he's been back. Now I don't I don't know. It's not like uh, anyone up at the uh, coach's offices calls and says, "Hey, Baker's in town this week. Uh, we just thought we'd let you know." I <laughs> I'm not on that list, but I heard. Like just talking to people, and, and I I haven't heard that he's he's been around. Doesn't mean he hasn't, but I I honestly I don't know. I mean, it's not like I'm, I'm not trying to make that out to be a big deal. I'm just honestly curious if if uh, his own statue ceremony and Kyler's this spring is the only time he's been back. I mean, he's got a really good excuse. He's got a lot going on right now, so that's that's fine. Um, that's probably one or two more times than a lot of other guys, right? So just just curious. Um, when when talking about the program like that, you know it's interesting. Like when one of your friends has a baby shower, you don't want to go at all, but you feel <laughs> like okay, I owe it to him. I need to go at least make an appearance. We won't stay long. We'll just go say hi, drop off the present, and then we'll get out of there. What's like the thought process when someone has a statue of you? Uh, is it like you have to stop by a couple of times a year? You come for the spring game? You, like, you know what I'm saying? 
the obligation amount. Never right. show up again. Yeah, you can't just show up, get the statue, and then never show up again. I, I, I get the point. Yeah, talking to you, Sam Bradford. Wow. Just kidding. Man. Just kidding. Dude, gee, Sam's got a lot going on. He's got that cabin or house up there in the northwest. He's got a attend to. He's been around. Know? I saw him up there not too long um, ago. I, I would say I'd say twice a year is your obligation. For your own statue ceremony, for the other ones, and then uh, maybe drop in uh, during the holidays or something. I, I don't know. Bye week. If you got a bye week, sure. whatever, maybe you can do like a, ah, that's tough though. Bye do week like a, and, and, and this was quite the power play back in the day, though I know he doesn't have a statue. But when Roy was playing for Dallas, and it almost felt like he'd wait until middle of the first quarter, end of the first quarter, and he'd walk down the tunnel by himself, and oh, yeah. the OU into the Cotton Bowl would give him the Roy treatment, you know. So uh, it, yeah. it's probably good to be around when you got the statue. You, uh, everyone bows down to you. It's nice. I'd, I'd be up there every day. That's that's how I that's how I would be. So listen, okay. We wanted to honor you by giving you a statue, but you're kind of making it awkward. We <laughs> don't want you around that much, you know, because someone's got to come and let you in, and we got to show you around. The coaches are trying to get some work done. It's becoming a bit of a nuisance. Captain Willard yeah. says, uh, Tyler Baker is around all the time, dude. He's bussing tables at Tar Humaras. Yeah. He may be. Oh, nice. um, you're a top. Man, th- I need to get back out there. It's been too long since I've been to Tarahumaros. Top three or top five uh, all-time nicknames. My list was, in no particular order, The King, Natty Patty, Guilford Cactus Face Dugan, USS Vaughn, and AD. What does your uh, list consist of, please? <sighs> okay. My, you're gonna. My list is chalk. Great, awesome. And here's the thing, it. though, man. What is great about a nickname is if you say it and everybody knows who it is. Right. That to me was a big part of it. The king. Yep. Everyone knows who it is. Silver shoes. Everybody knows who that is. The boss. Everyone knows Superman, and there's one more, A.D. Hmm. Right, to me, that's your top five nicknames in Sooner history. Okay, all five of those are great names. Yes, they're easily recognizable, but in terms of an exciting list that you could compile, it's the most boring collection that you could have. It's just the, the, the easiest chalk names, like you said. I know. There's no cactus face in now, there to throw us off or anything. Man. Personal favorites, though, that I just like the name. Uh, I love Hollywood. I love USS Vaughn. Um, I, I, there was a couple of teammates I played with that I loved their nicknames. Cool. Darren Stevens, uh, defensive back, came in the same class how together. Get, how do you get the Book. nickname Cool? Don't know. But let me tell you something. There's nothing like seeing Mike Stoops freak out and use the name Cool. <laughs> Where's Cool? Where's Cool? Does anyone see? Where's Cool? It's great. Uh, whenever whenever a that. coach is in 
like mid meltdown and they're using your nickname, that's whenever you know it's a good nickname. And uh, like I said, Book, one yeah, of my favorite Book, players yes. that I've ever played with, uh, a Sooner favorite, the guy everyone knows, uh, number seven, marching around at the safety position, and most people know who Book is. So that, that was always a great one. V-Dog says Bill Dozer. That, that really, that, God, that's, that's God fantastic. Yeah, no, Bill Dozer's good. It's, it, How did we miss that? Well, I didn't miss it. Um, it just didn't make my top five, which makes my top oh, five you, wrong, probably, is what that means. But I didn't miss it. I thought of it. But you didn't even mention it. I mean, we talked about this for a whole segment. Uh, well, I, well you t- I didn't want to keep throwing out names where you're like, dang it, that was on my list. I mean, we could have done that. That's why That's I just listened to my top five, mentioned a couple, and then kind of moved on. So we wouldn't steal your You know thunder, what's interesting? Only for you to go chalk on all five. You know what's interesting? Listen to this. Hypel, no nickname. Just a shortened version of his name. Hype. Jason White. Jay White. No nickname. Just a shortened version. Um, Nate Hibble, no nickname. Um, Paul Thompson, no nickname. Just initials. Uh, Landry Jones, no nickname. Baker, no nickname. Kyler, no nickname. Beldos, that's the only quarterback nickname that we've had. Good quarterback nickname. Years. I mean, like, Kyler had K1, but I don't really consider that much of a nickname. Um, Sam Bradford had Slingin' Sam towards the uh, end of his career. Dude, it's it's it, yeah, it, but it, no one says that. That's like no, a you know, I know, like I know, a, a I know, newspaper I, I, headline. I know. I mean, but your point is that, or at least one of your points is that. There's not a whole lot of quarterback nicknames for the greats. Yes, I mean that's. I was just pointing out a couple there. Yeah, Belldozer. It's not even. It's not even close. Best nickname for a quarterback. It's a runaway. Looks like him fourth and well, short at the I goal line against OSU. He's, he's making it in. I'm sure there was some. There's some quarterback nicknames kind of like pre hypel but like as far as like my my knowledge. Is very limited. It only goes back to a certain point. I, that's there's not any except for the belldozer. Um, and you know, we're running the football. I can't read some of the nicknames that some people have for quarterbacks pre Josh Heupel. Okay, um, I know one of them that they're referring to. I think who? Who do you think? <laughs> um, played in the early nineties. Um. You talking about Kale Gundy? No. You talking about him? No. Oh, is that who they said? No, oh, no, 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 no. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to think who? of the, which quarterback that you're talking about that had a nickname in the early 90s. Oh, I don't know. Who, what? Well, I no, we're all over the, the place. We're all over the place with different quarterbacks is what I'm oh, saying. Like, No, I know the other one's the late 70s. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's good. Spence in Tulsa <laughs> says Baker, Daddy, Mayfield. Uh, Sammy B is on here, but yeah, I just, it was mostly just Sam was what we called him. JFA, Jackson Arnold, he's got that one. That is true. Okay. That is, that is, uh, Dr. Death is on here. Uh, that's, that's going to be popular. Pearl Jam was originally named after a suitor nickname, Mookie Blaylock. Uh, Dr. Death, Buster Rhymes, Bell Dozer. How do none of you idiots have Q in either of your list? Because it's just a, it's not a nickname. Yeah. It's just a, it's just an initial. We made that 
declaration early. Uh, now, hang on. Go back to that Pearl Jam situation. Yeah, you're, you're going to have to look that one up about Mookie Blaylock. You're, you're going to be impressed. There, there's your second homework assignment okay. of the day. Yeah. All right. I I'll feel like that. we even uh, potentially mentioned that on the show yesterday. Spray tan is an all-time great. Mike Hook from Cottawa, ah. if you know, if you know on that one. Dallas Bill says, Rhett, Tailgate, Bomar. Are you thinking of Rhett Bomar with Tailgate, or are you thinking of the uh, – yeah, yeah. you're thinking of the gambler out there in uh, Louisiana. You're thinking of uh, oh. Brent Rawls. That's who you're thinking of. Which he actually did have a good nickname, Shooter. <laughs> that's, that, that, that sounds pretty accurate, Shooter. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he he actually did have a a, a good nickname. Uh, Jim That's in Arlington, awesome. uh, hello. Uh, excuse me, Mister Hello, goodbye. Running back Greg Pruitt. Barry Switzer gave Pruitt a T-shirt nice. with Hello on the front and goodbye on the back before OU's 1971 showdown with USC. Reporters caught Pruitt wearing it as he went to class, and USC quickly caught wind of it. Pruitt wore that shirt during the game underneath a tearaway jersey and ran for 214 yards in OU's victory. There was no turning back. So we have a couple of examples of players wearing uh, T-shirts underneath their jerseys that were uh, great trolls, I guess. That one from Mr. Greg Pruitt. Oh, nice. And then Baker basically printing out a Big 12 championship shirt before they actually won the Big 12 championship. I think he did that in 2015, Uh, 2016, and maybe even 2017. He would write the year on a shirt that he would wear under his jersey before they even actually played in that game. Very, very Baker Mayfield-esque, if you ask me. That's great. Good stuff. All right. So it's decided? Yeah, that your list was the most boring of all time. It, It is decided, yes, that you had the most boring list ever. Yeah, I went chalk. It's okay, though. AD's... AD may be the most underrated because, foolishly, uh, most of the country thinks it's just an accidental uh, like misspelling. It's supposed to be AP. So it's kind of – it's almost like an inside nickname for Sooner fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how it's you awesome. know. Yeah. Um, by the way, I wonder if uh, you can do anything cool with Xavier Robinson, who committed last night. First name starts with an X. He's 6'2", 220. A massive human being for a running back, H-back, whatever he's going to be at OU. Your first name starts with an X. You could probably do some cool things with that nickname. We'll see what uh, happens there. You can do one thing. X going to give it to X-Man. you. X-Man. Play that, play that song. <laughs> X going to give it to you. <laughs> you can do two things. Uh, or his things. nickname c- could just be the DMX Bark. Yeah, like, yeah. That's it. Play that one. Play that one over the uh, after every first down. That's uh, to our knowledge on Locked In. It's the first Carl Albert. If he signs, of course, he's just committed. Xavier Robinson would be the first Carl Albert signee since J.D. Runnels. Uh, I don't know if that's that insane. should surprise me, but it really surprises me with all of the success that Carl Albert has had as a football program. Yeah, Yeah, they've only won like 10 state championships since then. That's crazy. Well, well, here's the good news. OU might make up for lost time. Carl Albert's football team this year 
will have at least five OU offers uh, starting for them, including the quarterback and the running back who are uh, already committed. So, yes, it's been a while since OU's gotten a signee uh, from Carl Albert, but they're about to make up for lost time. They've got some studs over there. Can, can you even think of a time when any high school in the state has had five offers from OU on a team at the same time? So I don't know if five. Here's what immediately comes to mind. Ada, of course. Uh, you had Brian Odom that was there. Chucky Caulfield ended up playing baseball. They were on the same team, I believe, in 90, what, 98, 98, 99. Um, did yeah. Ada have any one? Would, would Shockey be on that team as well with an OU offer? Was nope. He wasn't. He nope. was he before that or after? Well, that? he didn't get an O. He didn't get an OU offer oh, until okay. gotcha. he went to junior college. So Ada probably not on those legit Ada teams in the late nineties. What about that Weatherford team that um, skull drug you in the state championship game? How many OU offers Three. did they have? Three, and then okay, so no on that one. Which, but they only had two at the time, I think. Okay. Like, and, and then I'm th- later, Russell Dennison got one. And then I'm thinking of the Jinx teams in the late 90s that had, like, Rocky would have been on that. I don't know if Matt McCoy was Corey on that Callins. same team. Corey Callens. Like, that's three if all of those played on the same team. I don't know if they got to five, though. Yeah, and there was also, like, a guy that went to Nebraska. He may have had an OU offer, but chose Nebraska. What was it like, Jason Lohr or something like that? Was from went to Jinx too. Um, but I, that's crazy though, right? Yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's all insane. at one time, man. Yeah. Now, granted, for a five A school, like one of those offers just moved from the state of Texas. But I mean, they, the fact remains, Carl Albert has five OU offers on its football team this year. It's it's insane. And we still didn't come up with a team that we can think of or remember that had four. No. There might be one. I mean, the next best thing might just be uh, Ufala, like in 1971. <laughs> we know they have three, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out at Winter Creek. 50% off the initiation fee. Right now it's a limited time deal that they've got going on. And um, it's great out here. Bunch of new houses have been built. This place is filled up. You got a happening uh, clubhouse. Uh, the the course looks amazing out there. If you want to give them a call, uh, 405-256-1206. Again, fifty percent off initiation fee if you sign up for a twenty four month agreement out here at Winter Creek. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Plus, it's Ram season, so we're giving you $13,500 off MSRP on the... It is the rush on the Ref Riverwind Casino and Hotel bringing you this hour. And I don't know what you did during your four-minute break, but um, I acquired a brand-new issue of the Phil Steele preseason college football magazine during uh, my timeout. Doug from Norman (laughs) dropped it by here at the station. How about that? Oh, man. This is great. Anything you want to know from Phil Steele? Well, I heard all I need whenever 
he picked Texas A&M as his, I don't know what you call it. Number two surprise team. Already found it. Number two surprise team. team. And it's all about that returning starters, baby. They'll feel still magic. It's like the I I uh, I, I got this thing open. It's the first thing I saw. A and M is the number two surprise team. Texas as the number three surprise team. Which, I guess I'm confused on that. I thought Texas was going to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs this year. I don't know what else they could do to surprise everyone. You, yeah, that's what I was about to say. How is that a surprise? Um, hey, returning starters matters uh there's no doubt about it but it doesn't always matter um you know the everyone on your team doesn't always just get better right um but you you can't argue with the fact that returning starters matters and what's his claim last year um they were in like the bottom 10 for experience and now they're in the top 10 for returning experience you got to give me a little bit more than that do you did doug from norma give you one of these as well last year they were number 124 on my experience chart and almost every position that head coach jimbo fisher went over with me he said next next year we'll be really good hey phil i'll tell you what man hey we ain't got much experience but next year we're gonna be really good is what it says so yes jimbo told him last year (sighs) that next year they're gonna be really good so they're up to number 11 Well, now. what's great is if he would have just gone ahead and interviewed him again, <laughs> Jimbo would tell him the same hey, hey, thing. Hey, you know, next, next year, year next, we're going to tw- be really 24, good. 24, you know, Texas know you in the league. We're, we're, we're going to be really good that year. Yeah. God, that's an A&M thing right. to say if I've ever heard of it. Uh, Doug, seriously, thank you for dropping that by. I, I appreciate it. Uh, he has No, text- I saw that reference someone else, somewhere else. Like maybe he was doing an interview or something and, and had said that, but – I yeah. saw a quote from I'm, him about I'm confused it. by the uh, preseason top 40 because it's pretty standard in the top 10, but he has Texas at 11, and then he has A&M at 11. And then it goes Wisconsin 13, Washington 14, Oregon 15. So I, I guess he can't choose who he likes better, Texas or Texas A&M. They're both ranked 11. What's more bold? A- Taking an A&M right there? It's got to be. Um, yeah, I think it's – yes, yes, A&M. A&M has only been good one time that I remember in uh, however long I've, I've known the program. And it was when they had the Heisman Trophy winner on their football team. Yeah. Outside of that, Crap. they've been the exact – same team so if you're telling me that texas a&m has you don't even have to be a heisman trophy winner like a top three quarterback in the sec top four then they can have a solid season but in order to be number 10 or 11 in the country i They've got to have they got to have someone that's in that conference with the schedule that they're going to have. I don't know what their schedule is this year, but it's it's always difficult in the West. I, you, they just don't have that that I've seen. Maybe there's some new guy, some new high. They have a former five star that, that was got. playing towards the end uh, tail end of last year, but I'm not ready to I'm not ready to say that he's going to be a top two or top three quarterback in the SEC. 
Far, far from Petrino it, actually. can call some offense, though. Oh, is he calling the offense, or is it going to be Jimbo? Hey, Bobby, step aside here. Hey, fourth and three, let me call this one, all right? You get the next one. Oh, I'd love to see that. I would love there will be a to power, see that. There That'll will be, be a, a power struggle this year between oh, those yeah. two. Are you kidding me? Uh, OU's at 20. I didn't leave UNLV to let you call plays for me at A&M. Here's what it says. The Sooners are off their first losing season since 1998, but Brent Venables knows defense, so that unit will be much improved. And quarterback Dylan Gabriel leads a potent offense. The schedule is also set up for success. That's a very rosy way to say they're the number 20 team in the country. Defense will be much improved. <laughs> Dylan Gabriel's got a potent offense. Their schedule sucks. But I, I got him at 20 to start the year. Yeah. I got him behind Golly. Oregon State and Iowa at 17 and 18 to start the season. But, man, that defense, that offense, and that schedule stinks. Watch out for him. Uh, you, you have one bad year in 25, and all of a sudden you're right up in the magazine. Looks like it's Illinois. You know, like, come on. That's all you get? A couple of, uh, like, little throwaway quotes there? Well, uh, we've it, earned it, it. At, least they earned were, it. at least they're two spots in front of Toledo, who's at number 22. The Rockets are supposed to have, I'm sure, one heck of a football team up there in the MAC this year. However, um, I'm looking at it right now. Ooh, actually, no. Phil Steele is the only preseason college football magazine. This is my third one that I viewed, that has more than two OU opponents in the top 40, okay? Uh, he has okay. TCU at 25. He has Texas tied with A&M at 11. I, I, I'll let you guess who else he has in the top 40. I don't, think that you'll, I don't think you'll guess it, though. Very surprised by this. Kansas State? Well, OU didn't play Kansas State. I'm talking about on their schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, UCF. SMU SMU is at 32. SMU is the top huh. returnee from the American Conference and has a great shot at winning the reconfigured league. Rhett Lashley has continued the team's portal success and six positions rank in my top units. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. I have not seen SMU uh, pegged that high in the preseason rankings, but old Feel has got him in the top uh, 35. That's... Fascinating. SMU's been a dangerous little program recently. So, yeah, that I guess that's 32. That does seem a bit high, but oh, we'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Defensively, right, they were quick... uh, they were really bad last year. Uh, offensively, they've got like their highest ranked quarterback of the uh, recruiting rankings era playing this year. And, yeah, they've been good offensively. They, they'll, they'll be all right. But defensively, they were god-awful last year. So, surely points shouldn't yeah. be hard to come by in that one, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah, let's hope not. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We've got a couple of segments left. Hanging out at Winter Creek today. you got to check them out. Course looks amazing. They've built a ton of houses out here. Uh, they're actually having a really cool event this weekend. They have this every year. They have a big promotion. It's the Winter Creek Shootout, giving away over $30,000 in payouts and prizes. Now, this year is full. They've already got their full 60 teams, but um, that's something to think about. If you're looking for a golf course to join, every year they have this big event, 60 teams with 30000 in giveaways. Um 
Yeah, 50% off the initiation right now, the special they've got going with a 24-month agreement, 405-256-1206. The word is spreading, and the Ref Army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. At Lander Chevy Norman, we're feeling good. How good? Jumping into summer savings good. And the hottest selection in town good. Right now, take up to eighty-two fifty off the new half-ton Silverado. You know, with OU going to the SEC, you know, uh, I feel like that will apply a lot of pressure. Apply a lot of pressure on me because, you know, I plan on coming in. plan on graduating early, getting in this, uh, December, going to January. And, you know, as a freshman, you know, I feel like I'm not to work, you know, uh, get, be able to get on the, on the field faster. Though know, once you learn that playbook, the faster you learn that playbook, the faster you can on the field. And, you know, with the SEC, you know, there's a lot of good athletes in the SEC. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's the plan, uh, you know, get out there and make, make something happen. There's OU's newest commits in the 2024 class, Xavier Robinson. After committing to OU last night, saying, yeah, the SEC was a factor in my recruitment. I will be enrolling early, and I want to come in and play right away as a true freshman in the SEC. We'll see if it uh, works out that way for Xavier Robinson or not. Real quick, um, the class rankings for OU are kind of all over the place right now. Nine commits. On three, has OU ranked as the number 18 class. Rivals has them as the number 37 class. And 24-7 has them ranked as the number 41 class. So take your pick on which one you want. As low as 41, as high as 18. How is that possible? Uh, different evaluations for different players. Um, I, I don't know. But I, that's, that's a, a wide. It, it's very wide, yeah. That's a wide discrepancy, really? huh? Oh, yeah, big that's time. That's interesting. Yeah. So if you want to say OU has a top 20 okay. class, you're not you're not wrong. If you want to say that OU has a class that's outside the top 40, I guess you're not wrong there either. It's whichever one you want to pay attention to right now. Um, text line from the 918. Every damn time I get in the car, y'all are making fun of Texas A&M. You may recall I graduated from there and listen to you guys every day. We suck, and I know it. Give a dude a break and quit rubbing it in, please. Well, I wish I could, but it just keeps coming up. Like We weren't going to go there until you told me Phil still had them ranked number 12. Well, right, tied so, for 11th with uh, Texas. Or tied for 11th. 11A and 11B. If that wouldn't have been the case... I don't think we would have – well, we kind of talked about them when we talked about schools moving conferences. But, man, I'm sorry about that. It's easy target, I guess. Very easy target. For now, it is an easy target. Probably going to be for another 50 years, though. But thank you for Not listening. After they win the SEC <laughs> this year. Uh, okay, here's a list of college football's 10 toughest places to play during this season, okay? So it matters who you're playing at home this year. And it also matters, like, how good your thought that you, uh, your team is going to be this year. Does it make sense? Your home no. schedule Your home schedule matters in this ranking. So, basically, Georgia and Oklahoma have no chance to be on this list because their home schedule is so bad in terms of 10 toughest places to play this, this season. 10 mm-hmm. toughest places to play. 
Okay, I guess I still don't understand. Well, what am I missing? They're here? not ranking the ten toughest venues, just in like all of college football, regardless of the year. They're ranking them based on the home games that these teams are going to have this year. Like this place is going to be jumping this season because of all the great home games they have. You still don't get it. I guess I do. That's a weird premise. Yeah. Uh, they probably should have just done the, the 10 toughest venues, yeah. but okay. Uh, Wisconsin at 10, Ohio State, Iowa, and Nebraska at home. That's a nice little home schedule there. Oregon at 9. They get Colorado, USC, and Oregon State. That's not bad. Um, all these are making me jealous of uh, nice home schedules. Washington's at 8. They get Boise, Cal, Oregon. Arizona State, Utah, and Washington State. Auburn is at seven. Huh. They get Georgia, Ole Miss, Alabama, and Mississippi State. Michigan's at six. They get Ohio State at home and basically some crap other teams. But I guess it's going to be <laughs> so intense in the uh, Ohio State game. They get in, in, at number six. Clemson's at five. Bama's at four. Penn State's at three. Tennessee's at two. And then there's LSU at one. LSU gets A&M. Florida, Ole Miss, Auburn, and Arkansas all at home this year. And that's the number one? Yeah, because they're combining how intense your stadium normally is with the uh, home schedule that you have. It's another one of those weird off-season rankings we have. But that's not a very good home schedule unless I'm missing something. Read it again. They have um, A&M, Auburn. Arkansas, eh, I just scrolled away from it. But they have like five home SEC games this year, essentially. Okay. But none of them that are a threat to win the SEC at all. Uh, no, there was no uh, Alabama. Ole Miss was one. A&M was one. Yeah. Arkansas was one. Florida was one. And was Mississippi State and the Auburn. other one? Uh, Auburn was the other one. Ole, yeah. Ole Miss and Florida, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's fascinating. What a weird metric or ranking or whatever you want to call it. Every every ranking's got its own unique spin on it these days. Well, here's the ESPN FPI. Well, here's a metric that I created, uh, my own special formula. Like there, there was something on the. uh, I think I saw like the the top ten head coaches in college football were ranked according to some formula earlier this week that had Lincoln at like number three or number four. One of those two. I had him at number three ahead of Ryan Day and uh, Davo Sweeney. Now, there's just, there's just no, there's no metric that truly put that out. You just, you just can't. It can't put that out. Because it only went back to like, what, it only went back to 2010 or something like that? Or, or I, I don't know what it was, but there's just no way. You're calling. How can you justify that? Complete crap that Lincoln Riley is ranked in front of Ryan Day. I, I have you on record saying that. Well, not Dabo. Oh, you okay? Yeah, ranked in front yeah. Of Dabo it was Sweeney. Saban at one with a ninety-eight point five four rating, whatever that is. Kirby was okay. at two. Lincoln was at three. Ryan Day at four. Dabo at five. Jim Harbaugh at six. Climate at seven, Hugh Freeze at eight. Oh my God! Josh Heupel at nine, and Jeff Brom at Louisville at number ten. That, that is amazing. Wow. 
Well, okay, some of those, like, I don't know, like, as you as you start to get further back, like, okay, maybe the metrics. I'm just talking specifically about Lincoln and Dabo Sweeney. He's won two national championships, okay? Played in another, He's, or two others, actually, too. Played in two others. They just had, like, their worst season in I don't know how long, and they were 10-3. and three. Um, I. Lincoln is what he's one in four in like postseason in bowl games and in playoffs. Hasn't won a playoff. That is that you just can't do that. No, I that's I whenever the, the metric you wad it up and throw it away if it has spit that out. But my guess is it didn't. They just they start to mess with it a little bit to put the put people where they want them to to create some controversy. Yeah, um, I don't even know what the metric is. Once I saw Lincoln ranked uh, two spots in front of Dabo Sweeney, was there really, was there really any interest from someone out there to look up what uh, goes into the formula? Who cares? Hugh Freeze at eight made me laugh. Jeff Brom at Louisville at ten made me laugh. Like in yeah. Josh Heupel at nine, like Heupel's had a really or had a really good year, and he is definitely trending up. I'm just like, man, it's nine way too high. For Josh Heupel after one great year. I, I don't know. Um, well, Maybe he's closer to that than I goes, realize. Did you read the article on it? I read it all. And one of the, the – so it, it tracks you the entire time that you're a head coach. And one of the factors in there is, like, what is your record and what have you done with what you took over the program, what it was before, and where it is now? So if you're a coach that took over a bad program and had success, you get a lot of points for that. That's why you get, like, Hugh Freeze, Braum. Oh. That's why you get Heifel in there. So we don't calculate cheating in for some of these guys like Hugh Freeze? Uh, it is very – it's well a, known what was going on in Ole Miss. I guess in the formula we didn't put uh, violations down anywhere. Okay. No, you, that actually gives you points. Uh, <laughs> you'll do anything to win. Come on. Oh, man. Jeez. Which is amazing because, like, back to Lincoln, and I hate to to hang out here, and I think Lincoln is a, is a really good coach, but let's be honest. Bob Stoops stepped away and handed him what was going to be the best team that Coach Stoops would have had in a while. Since, right? since 2008, yeah, I think so. And maybe the best quarterback that he's ever had. And he was in his yeah. third year as a starter, which is, for a player to the caliber of Baker, is extremely rare nowadays that you would have him as a third-year starter, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lincoln was handed I, – it was uh, – it was. I don't know if there's been – outside of maybe Ryan Day at Ohio State, no one's been handed a better situation than that. No one. And, right. and then a backup quarterback on the roster who would win a Heisman Trophy next year. Right. Yeah, so I don't know. I but again, I think they mess with the metrics at the top because no one cares if it spits it out. Like if you spit out a, a big metric that's got a ranking, and it's like right in line with pretty much what the the whole world would say, then nobody cares. But you throw something controversial up there at the top, then you get some people talking about it. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final segment here from Winter Creeks next. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. At Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman, we're feeling good. How good? 
jumping into summer savings good, and the hottest selection in town good. Plus, it's Ram season, so we're giving you $13,500 off MSRP on the 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn and $7,500 off 2023 Ram 2500s with four-wheel drive. So feel good and shop Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Norman and LandersCDJRNorman.com. WAC, see dealer for details. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of information technology solutions in small and medium-sized organizations. Is your business looking to get more from technology? If so, let RK Black help design a technology platform or cloud solution that propels your business forward. RK Black has helped numerous organizations have better mobility and more efficiencies through technology. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Holy hail damage! Are you or your loved ones looking for a trustworthy and affordable roofing company after the storms? Look no further than Elite Roofing Systems, a sooner-born, sooner-bred, locally-owned roofing company. Elite Roofing has been helping homeowners and commercial property owners across the greater OKC area get beautiful, functional roofing systems at reasonable rates. Call Craig Cox and the team at Elite Roofing Systems today at 405-361-3094 for a free evaluation and estimate today. The Baker Mayfield Youth Football Pro Camp returns to Norman this Friday from 9 to 1 at OU. The camp is open to boys and girls from 1st to 8th grade of all skill levels, and campers will have the opportunity to work directly with Baker as well as some of the area's top high school and college coaches. Campers will receive a Baker Mayfield autograph, t-shirt, and a camp photo with Baker. That's this Friday from 9 to 1 at OU. Go to BakerMayfieldCamp.com for more information and sign up your child today. No one wants to talk about their funeral and memorial service. However, the pre-planning staff at Primrose made it such a simple process. We were able to not only select our services, but we were also able to remove the financial burden from our children as well. If you have not taken the step of planning ahead, I encourage you to make the call today to Primrose Funeral Service at 321-6000 and let the great staff begin helping you planning your desired service. Preparation makes all the difference on the playing field and in life. At McFarland Methodist Church, we believe that a strong faith is a great preparation for the ups and downs of life, and we have lots of ways to practice and strengthen our faith. Come be a part of a midweek Bible study or community service event, or join us for traditional or modern worship on Sunday morning. You're always welcome at McFarland, where we're changing lives that change the world. Learn more on our website at mcfarlandumc.org or call us at 321-3484. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Summer is coming, along with the warmer weather. And all Sooner fans know that means we are just that much closer to another football season. And Balfour of Norman has been their favorite OU store for more than 45 years. Locally owned and located on Historic Campus Corner, Jerry and Libby invite you to stop by and see what is new. At Balfour, you will find all the latest Sooner designs in shirts, shorts, sweatshirts, hats, and even socks and belts. So come by this summer when there is plenty of parking or shop online at crimsonproud.com where you will find everything Sooner. 
All right, final segment of the day, wrapping it up on this Wednesday. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I'm going to play an epic rant for everyone before we get out of here. Now, this is Sarah Walsh of Good Morning Football. The rant was on Good Morning Football. She is with the NFL Network. And, yeah, there's uh, there's some spouses out there that hates when their significant other go to the golf course with the boys and they're out there all day long and just leave the family at home by themselves and well, Sarah Walsh is one of those that thinks it's very unfair when that happens. You are not going golfing, sure. and it's just going to take three and a half hours. You know how I know that? Because not once in your history of golfing has a round ever taken three and a half hours. Not once. And it's not because the group in front of you plays slow, and it's not because they had a dude in jean shorts with the 20 handicap. First of all, it is because your round of golf starts an hour earlier than your tee time so that you can get on the range, so that you can find your swing because somewhere in the recess of your brain, you think that you have a shot to get on tour. Wow. It's because after your four-and-a-half-hour round, if you're lucky, it's not your fault, but your boy Chad, who got you on the course, forces you to go grab food with him at the club grill after. And I get it. You're starving. You know why you're starving? You've been there all day. When you come home seven hours later and I say, hey, how did it go? I never hear, man, I'm getting better. I only hear you're working on some things and you're close. And the only thing that's close to happening is me hiding those clubs where they're never going to be found again. You know what takes less time than a round of golf? Practically any other sport. You can watch a basketball game, a soccer game, a hockey game, most Sundays a football game. You can run a marathon in less time than it takes for you and your boys to play around. It takes the International Space Station 90 minutes to orbit around the Earth. It takes you 90 minutes to shoot six over through the first six holes. Pretty epic. A lot of truths in there. Now, Sarah's been married since 2014, and um, I feel like she's speaking from experience there. there. Uh, Yeah, sensing a lot of tension on uh, the NFL Network from her earlier this week. Wow. Dang. That, in my experience, there is not one word uttered in there that is not 100 percent true even the part where your buddy chad's like come on man let's just go get a drink and some food from the uh at, at the turn here or at, after we get done yeah oh man which you know to me is why i i rarely play on the weekends it just it it's an entire day it's an entire day out there so Oh, that's so funny, man. She's dead on. I'm sorry. That's probably going to frustrate some people out there, but no, it she is, is dead, on. dead and, on. And I cut out about half of that rant, and just trust me, the other half <laughs> of that rant was dead on as well. It was dead on as well. So, uh, Sarah's hubby, I, it, I, the, I hope you the, heard that and you're that on you notice blame it now. Because it's the classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, it's it's perfect. Oh, the group in front of us was horrible, slow. They didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, meanwhile, you shot 107. Okay, so. <laughs> Texture the 918. Jeez, did you guys just interview my wife? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Gunny says, this that's guy great. named Chad would be the smoke in a brew, buddy. Yeah, that's exactly what it, he would be. Um, I'd be pretty happy with six over through six holes as a texture in the 405. Same here on that one. Definitely same here yeah. on that one. Oh, that's so funny. It's, you know, there's like this, uh, I don't know. I, I see them on Twitter, I think, or maybe it's like YouTube shorts. There's a couple of people, and they put out these funny videos about like what it's like on the golf course. Uh, like what's actually happening. It's so funny. Like 
the worst golfers waiting for the group in front to clear the green on a because uh, he's got 300 in on a par five and you know <laughs> just in case right <laughs> no chance uh do you see that uh, owen fields getting some new uh getting some new grass you seen yeah. the, the field all dug that? up that looks that looks crazy doesn't it um i'm sure it's it gonna look awesome i wish after, they would have told me. i i would have uh i would have they could have Shipped that sod out to my house. I could have put oh it down gosh. in a couple of areas. That would have been sweet. That would have been awesome. That's interesting, though. Did I see that it was the first time in 10 years? Is that what I heard? So the tweet that I'm looking at right now, the grounds crew is replacing the Bermuda grass, which has been on Owen Field since 1994. I guess they're replacing it with Tahoma 31. Not a okay. grass expert, so I'm sure it's going to look awesome. I have no doubts. All right, mm-hmm. good stuff. All right, that's it for us. Thank you to Winter Creek for having us out. Remember, you got to check this place out. 50% off with the two-year agreement on your initiation fee. Tons of uh, fun stuff. Uh, the course looks great. Excellent condition. Thank you to 